Busted Visions podcast. I promise you, Stacy, this is not a template backdrop. This is the actual back scenery of where we're at in Coos Bay, Oregon, which is absolutely gorgeous. So just want to tell our audience, I promise you it's not a backdrop template. This is the actual, you know, scenery that we're at. So, Stacy, I'm really excited. We're going to wrap up the podcast uh, for this month talking about the M&A space for advisors and, you know, the importance of looking for the right buyer and structuring the deal. We've, we've got into the weeds quite a bit over the last few weeks, so we're going to wrap it up this week. And I figured a good start to, to wrapping this up would be to talk about, um, you know, from the perspective of working le- with firms like ours, you actually have a couple clients that we've been working with for a few weeks now that I'll never forget what they said is I've never done this in terms of selling my practice. And I feel like I needed an advisor to advise me on even the right path to go with this. And so the question for our audience to you, Stacey, would be, you know, what is the importance of working with a firm like ours and what benefits does our audience get with working with firms like ours when they're looking to sell their practice and how to structure the deal? Thanks, Jeremy. And the background is beautiful. uh, I'm a little jealous. I'm (laughs) just going to put that out there. Uh, I'm out in Iowa and uh, nope, no ocean in my background. So (laughs) it's all good. Uh, Yeah, no, I love this topic. And I think um, how can Trusted Visions help offices that are going through this transition planning of um, your business, right? Of of finding someone to sell it to. And uh, we have covered quite a bit of ground in some specifics, er specific areas. But Again, a big part of what we do from the consulting side to the placement side um, is making some introductions for offices. And those introductions, especially when you're looking to find a buyer, they can take a different turn as far as um, how that looks. And so I just want to back up for just a minute. As you look to find that um, succession plan, you know, I think, Jeremy, you and I have both seen it from offices that starting off, they want to find that younger advisor that they can come in have joined them, they can teach them versus, um, you know, maybe untraining some bad habits, right? They can train up the the good habits. Maybe they try the college intern or they work with a CFP program to bring someone in that needs experience hours. But it takes a lot of training. It takes a lot of time. And we've also seen practices where those advisors leave um, because they're not necessarily patient enough to give it the 10 years it might take to really take on that practice. So that's kind of the longer term outlook that we've seen. I just spoke with someone yesterday. He had two advisors um, that, well, they were in the testing phase to get their series seven and uh, joined them as they graduated from college. And they, they just were struggling to get their series seven and they both just left. And uh, he was highly frustrated and kind of left empty handed from some of the task and work items in his office. So we chatted about his option. So that's, you know, one side of the coin. Um, the other side is you bring in someone experienced with the intent of, hey, you know, five years down the road, right, or sooner that they are going to buy you out. Um, but again, some of the stars have to align there. You got to find the right person on your own, be in the right geography. They, uh, if you want them to bring in a book with them, you got to make sure it's an attractive offer for, for them to join you, for you to work with for a few years to buy out. And so that just, it just doesn't always happen. And you also risk that that, you know, advisor with experience may not have the patience to see it through in a five plus year timeline. 
So that's where trusted visions can really come in, where the other two may fall short of actually materializing into the person that you want to buy out the practice. Uh, We oftentimes work with offices. The priority may be, hey, I just want someone to join me. And we can work with that. We can make introductions to your office, to your firm, um, trying to find that right fit. But that doesn't always happen, right? So maybe you're with a broker dealer that's getting sold. Maybe you're with a broker dealer that's having some service issues. Maybe your pricing isn't as good as someone else at another broker dealer. And that's where Trusted Visions can help do the coaching of, hey, what is the other, what's the landscape look like? What if um, you did find the right person and we helped make that introduction, but maybe you both need to look at making a broker dealer change. Maybe you can increase your payout pricing and long-term, you know, uh, viability together. Maybe you need to move and there's better service, better pricing. Um, We absolutely take a look at from Trusted Visions and the introductions that we make. But give us a call so we can talk through your needs, what's worked in the past, what's going to work in the future, right? And we can truly consult and help with the placement side of uh, finding that right person. So, Jeremy, I'm sorry, I get a little passionate about that, right? And seeing what has worked for offices and what has not worked and some of the drawbacks there. Um, But, Jeremy, could you just do kind of a a review and and maybe just recap what we've covered the last couple weeks um, and how Trusted Vision supports offices on, um, you know, the other items when you're looking to sell your book and put that acquisition plan in place? Absolutely. And I'm just as passionate about this topic, Stacey. I love this topic. A lot of advisors talk about it but then they do nothing about it. And you know, the, the first point that I would recap is for advisors, and I just talked to one this morning, said I'm 69 years old, I have no plan on retiring. That's great to our audience. The reality is even if you have no plans to retire, make sure you have a succession plan in place because you never know what's gonna happen, when it's gonna happen. And the man above makes all those decisions. And so the importance of really understanding, should something happen, regardless of whether you ever want to retire or not, should something happen, what are you going to do with your practice? Because it can't be a last minute, hey, I got diagnosed with cancer or you know, I have a life-threatening illness, because then it's considered a fire cell and you're going to scare a lot of buyers off. And it's hard to find the right buyer. The, the second thing I would really mention as it pertains to working with firms like ours, when you're going through this process is, A, identifying the right buyer is if you are a heavy commission advisor, that's okay. But if you're selling to somebody that's heavy on the advisory side, what's their plan and intent to potentially move those clients from commissions to advisory? Because what you don't want to happen, and I've seen this many, many times, is the buyer will come in and say, you know what, your advisor, I understand you have a relationship with them, but they sold you the wrong product. Well, there goes your legacy because not that they're doing it intentionally, but they're trying to convince them from move, to move from one product to the other for profitability purposes for them, not necessarily for the best interest of your client. So understanding and knowing the questions to ask. And then lastly, really understanding how to structure the deal. Like we, we mentioned in previous podcast, Stacey, is you, know, you see these crazy multiples of five, six, eight times revenue. To the audience, if you can get that, great. My thought process is you're going to spend a lot of time and effort, and it's not going to come to fruition because 
typically you're seeing those multiples between two and four times. When you're talking about broker-dealer acquisitions, yeah, that can get up to eight, 10 times revenue. But with an advisor's practice, you're typically looking at that two to four times revenue. So don't get caught up in you know these higher multiples without getting the details. And that's where we come in is we can really help weed through you know, what is being offered out there and what's realistic. And then understanding how to structure the deal of, are you going to self-finance it? Is it a longer-term buyout? How much do you want down? That all makes um, the multiple vary, whether it's two times, whether it's four times. The longer you want the buyout, the more money and multiple you're going to get. The shorter you want the buyout and the more upfront you want, you're going to get less of a of a multiple on that practice. And, and so we at Trusted Visions can really talk through what that looks like and you know help you structure it because what you don't want to happen we've had this before Stacy is we got people that are saying hey we're letting the buyer come to us with what the offer is to our audience if you're selling know what you want don't let the buyer come to you it, it, you're in the driver's seat because it is a seller's market and for those that are selling you should be in the driver's seat of really how to structure the deal what you're looking for multiple-wise, and what you're looking for time-wise. So audience, like Stacy said, I love this topic. I think it's a great topic. I hope that you found this month's podcast series informative for you. And if you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out. We look forward to next month's topic, which is a surprise until next week. But Stacy, as always, your contact information. Yes, feel free to call me at 641-919-6722. And my email is stacy.martin at trustedvisions.com. And my contact information is cell phone 480-430-5012. Or you can email me at info at trustedvisions.com. Hope everybody has a blessed week. I know I will with the background. Stacy, as always, thank you for participating.